Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Friday. Whatever you did to uh, get here, it is the last day of the week for many of us. So congratulations, you made it. It's Friday the 9th of October, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast where we read scripture together and we reflect on it and wonder what is God saying to us and what are we going to do about it. And today our podcast guest is, well, for the whole week, our podcast guest has been Jenna Meyer. Um, who's been gracious enough to join us and offer her insights and observations from these passages, for which I am so thankful. Um, So Jenna, thank you for being our guest for the week. Just really enjoyed our conversations. Um, Yeah, you're welcome. We are going to be diving into Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. Would you mind reading that for us, Jenna? Yeah, I can. Uh, The parable of the wedding banquet. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. They, then he sent some more servants and said, Tell them, tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fat and cattle have been butchered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants and mistreated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, the wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the wedding banquet anybody you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are invited, but few are chosen. Thanks, Jenna. Okay, so what do you think about this passage? Is there anything that's grabbing your attention? Especially things that bother you or things that make you want to ask a question. Is there anything like that in here? Um, I mean, kind of bothers me like that he just threw the one guy out of the wedding after he invited, like invite anybody to the wedding and then the one guy wasn't dressed a certain way and he just, like threw him out into the streets that was kind of like bothering me and mm-hmm. how the people who were invited to the wedding just like seized his servants was also yeah yeah there's a i mean this this passage has some really cool parts about it but it's also important not to brush over the things that like are obviously troublesome or bothering us. I think those are are really good keys to go 
And that's where the learning is, right? Like if we just focus mm-hmm. on the things we dislike, a lot of times you just kind of miss on the learning. But um, that's a part that bothers me too. And I wish I had a better answer for the whole robe thing. The best thing I can give is I'm pretty sure that in that period, when you went to a wedding, if it was like a wealthy person throwing the wedding, they would provide clothes for new, uh, for all the guests. And that, that was a way of receiving the hospitality of, you know, of the host. And then if you're not wearing the wedding robe, it's kind of like flaunting your own pride. Like, I don't need to wear that, you know? Um, so if that's the only thing I've got, I think this might be a contextual thing. I still don't know why that was included in the story. And I, I really yeah. wish it might take some like more time for me to just like unpack that and figure it out. Do you have any ideas? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that in there? No, I don't know. It just seems kind of random. Like just like the, the bad guests were invited with the good. And then all of a sudden like, the king came and noticed this guy, like there's no, it just seems just a random little verse in there that doesn't <laughs> seem to do much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Obviously it has some meaning, but I don't, I yeah. don't have any idea. Yeah. Well, we'll kind of just chew on that a little bit and just see if maybe over the next week or two, or how about this? Whoever's listening to this podcast, this is, let's just have like a open discussion. If you've got a a thought about this, or if this bothers you too, send me an email and maybe we can just, you know, talk about it together. So um, if you have a, maybe I'll forward it to Jenna, if you send it to me and we can just kind of think about it together and pray about it and go, what is, why is that in there? Um, yeah. What it does speak to me though, is that the King is at the same time as he really, really wants people to come. He also has high, like high invitation, right? Like I really want you to come. I really want you to be there, but also really high challenge. Like, but you've got to listen to me. Like, it's got to be on my terms, whatever the reason is or whatever the, um, the rule is around the robes. We know it's a standard that the King set that someone isn't, um, isn't lifting up to. And I don't know why, what the standard means or why it's in there, but the King is willing to throw out that person because they weren't, um, willing to obey or, or, you know, fall in line with what the King wanted, the King's wishes. So I, I guess that's the only like broad blanket statement I can make about it. But then the other thing you said was um, the people who, uh, you know, they killed the servants who were sent to give them the wedding invitation. So can you yeah. imagine, you know, the servants being sent out from the king going in and um, it says, um, you know, different people uh, had different responses. Some, some went away to the farms or to the businesses and the rest of the people who were invited took the servants who had invited them and then mistreated them and killed them. So what do you make of that, Jenna? What, what, why is that in there and what's, what's going on there? Uh, I mean, just reading the top, remembering it's a parable. So like things are like, it has some type of meaning behind it. Uh And I just, like reminded me of how like 
when you were explaining who the king was and that he had like high standards that kind of reminded me how like God has high standards for us and like we're all invited but we don't always accept the invitation and then how the servants are like if we go out into the world and we invite people into it how they all are going to respond differently and how uh-huh. they're not always going to respond very kindly but yeah yeah, yeah. And in this first the first group of servants who get sent out all get negative responses whether they just get shut down or whether the servants themselves are treated poorly you know persecuted for it mm-hmm. um, it reminds me of um the parable we looked at last week with Aaron was the one where, um, uh, you know, the master has a vineyard, hires some people to take care of the vineyard. He goes away. And then he, while he's away, he wants to know how the vineyard's doing. So he sends a servant back to the vineyard to see how things are going and they kill the servants, you know, and he says, well, I'll send my son. Surely they'll listen to my son, but then they take his son and they kill him and they throw him outside the vineyard. And um, Jesus is saying, those people that I sent were my prophets who are son of Hedy that you never listened to. I don't know if there's a similar um, mm-hmm. metaphor here of the people sent by God, especially Jesus, who is killed, you know, um, who's crucified because he went to invite us into the king's banquet and we rejected him and we killed him. So I was, I was wondering if he's kind of foreshadowing his own death there, you know. Um, oh yeah way we're sent in the, I, I love the perspective you had of maybe that's us especially I mean we talked about your bible study that you're forming you know and the the trepidation the the nervousness of, of inviting new people and wondering how they're going to respond and not mm-hmm. sure how that's going to go and there is that kind of sheep among wolves feeling like when Jesus sends his disciples out the 72 to every town and village he's about to go to and they are sent out like lambs among wolves like they're a little nervous about how they're going to be treated when they go into towns on behalf of jesus and the earliest disciples were martyred were killed for their faith because they represented jesus they were witnesses and they're inviting people into a banquet heavenly banquet so yeah and then we're part of that tradition too we're disciples who are sent um to bear the good news of the kingdom to to be witnesses of jesus and how are we going to be treated when we share that good news? Yeah. So those are some those are some like problematic areas. I think it's really important to turn our attention to is first of all what things we just don't understand. Uh, we don't understand that whole part about the robes, and then also think what are the things that bother us? We don't like the fact that we're sent into a world that might not receive us. You know that we might be the people sent out as servants. Um, on behalf of Jesus, and we might not be treated well for it. And are we willing to, can we stomach that? You know, can we handle it? Are we willing to do that still, even if we know we might not be treated well? So I don't know, that's some, I think those are important things mm-hmm. to pay attention to. But do you have anything else? Like, those are kind of some of my questions more directive towards you, but maybe you noticed other things about this passage. Um, the last verse that says, for many are invited, but few are chosen. That one stuck out to me. I don't really know why. It just when I flipped, it was already underlined in my Bible and reading it mm-hmm. again, it like was just kind of highlighted. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't really have an explanation. It just kind of did. Yeah. 
The, um, it reminds me of, you know, when Jesus says, you know, the, the road is narrow, you know, the, the gateway is narrow, or it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God than a camel to go through an eye of a needle. You know, this mm-hmm. kind of, um, the last will be first, the first will be last. Those who lose their life for my sake will gain it. And those who try to save their lives will lose it. Um, this reality of the kingdom of God where um, it's hard to accept and it's difficult. And if it's if we feel like our faith, our journey of faith is an easy one or that we keep going from good things to better things, we're probably worshiping the calf, you know, especially mm-hmm. worshiping the golden calf rather than the, the, the crucified one who calls us to die to ourselves. Um, and we can be a little bit suspicious about, you know, uh, people who come along saying that um, things ought to be great for us because we're Christians. So, um, so yeah, it's, I think that's really important to recognize, Jenna, thank you for that, that many are called, but few are chosen, that uh, the, the invitation is out there for us to join the wedding banquet. And when it comes around for it, a lot of us like the sound of it, you know, maybe like the idea of being invited to a, a wedding. Um, but we have, like this says, we have business to take care of. You know, a lot of us are just busy. A lot of us don't want to wear the robes, whatever that means. And um, and you end up, God has to end up just going far and wide to try to find one person who's going to be able to come to his feast. You know, so yeah. what does that, I mean, what does that make us want to do? You know, what, what do we do in response to the passage like this? Um, what does that mean for us, you think? The last part, just making time, like definitely just being, like if I would like to be, like I'm invited and if I want to accept the invite, then I have to accept the fact that things aren't going to be easy. Mm-hmm. that I'm going to have to make time and I'm going to have to like it's not going to be all cupcakes and rainbows there's going to be mm-hmm. some hard things and yeah not all good and are you up for that yeah yeah me too you and me both well that's why we that's why we've got a church right is that this stuff is hard and if we had to do it alone, we probably wouldn't do it at all, right? Like Exactly. We, we need each other. And that's what the church is. It's a community of people who are supporting each other as we do this hard thing called following Jesus. And um, so thankful to have you uh, as part of the church, encouraging me and helping me learn more about scripture. And thankful to have the rest of the people who are listening to this podcast join the journey in some way shape or form and hopefully this week has just been an encouragement to you um, that many are called few are chosen let's be people who are willing to accept the difficult invitations to um, receive God's kingdom even though it means um, sacrificing self and letting go of our own desire and will and grabbing hold of what God wants and um, let's not listen to people who are just feeding into our own desires, like Aaron and the golden calf that tried to convince us to take the easy route or the um, 
the quick route that um, the road is narrow and that the way is um, is is going to be difficult, but it's worth it because we get to follow it with Jesus. So um, go in peace, everybody. Jenna, I can't thank you enough for just your honesty and your courage um, to be in a podcast and talk about these things and to share your story and to um, to dive into these these scripture passages. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been fun. Sweet. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend and we'll see you this Sunday, hopefully. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.